Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we barely remember, push pause on the recording, eat two pizzas and two salads, thank you patrons, come back for a second half of the show in which we are again talking about the same movie for the first half, but now we've watched the movie so we know more about it. My name is Dan. (laughs) This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this very special episode, is Demolition What's, Man. Hold on, what's special about it? Oh, it's uh, <laughs> first episode of the new year. Oh, that's Woo-hoo. true. Happy New Year, Totes Happy, Happy New year. year. As we progress into the future, we also watch a movie about the future. Oh. I think. Yeah, totally. Although this might be one of those movies where the f- it's actually passed at this point. Who Ooh. knows? I guess we'll find out. Yes, solid oh. bet. I'm betting that the future in this movie is 2015. No, that's Back to the Future. 2018. <laughs> wow. I would say it's 2021. Nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't bring my notebook. That's I'm fine. So sorry. <laughs> Do you want me to take notes, Dan? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens so with that. Should we we'll see what <laughs> should we do a quick peek behind our curtain? Just yeah. a quick yeah, one. Yeah, I think Just so. A Just a quick one. Poor Dan, Poor Dan. has a cold. Yep. And so we've decided to record online, and for some reason, every technological (laughs) difficulty has arrived. Not me, baby. I've been all good the whole time. We've been all good. Um, But we're we're in a mood. (laughs) Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's been a long time since we've done this, so we're we're kind of feeling it out, I think. Yeah. We did it consistently for like a couple years. Sure. But that was different. Just a year. Yeah, it was different. But that first one we did during the pandemic, I think it was like, um, oh, The Graduate or something. Mm. It was so off and so hard to do because I think it was the first time we were doing it online, maybe. Yeah. Go back and listen to whatever. No, don't. <laughs> wow. And also we were, you know, filled with dread over global events. <laughs> Just like they are in the movie Demolition Man. Oh, maybe. Now I'm I segue. have seen this movie. Dan, right. I believe, has also seen this movie. Oh, I've seen the movie. Yeah. But I have also can I give just one more peek behind the curtain? Please. But this one is absolutely relevant to Demolition Man. Okay. Dan Jaquette was so excited for this movie. Yeah. Like when we sat down to plan out our year, Dan, like it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. And there was a moment <laughs> when we thought we weren't gonna get to Demolition Man and we made it happen. I have never seen the movie and neither has Beth. Is that right? Yeah. Perfect. It's so much so that I literally don't know anything about it. Perfect. I know the title. <laughs> yep. And uh, because we are recording online, everyone has given themselves kind of silly names on their um, on their login <laughs> here. And da- uh, also Dan has put Linvester Dan Loan. <laughs> yes. So that makes me think that Sylvester Stallone is in it. We'll, uh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some good sleuthing. I tried to participate, but I just put Molly Man. Perfect. <laughs> instead yeah. of Demolition Man, because I didn't know literally anything about the title. I thought it was like Michael um, Mann. Yeah. Who I don't think oh, is. Oh, or like, Amy Man. Mm. Who or, is Michael Mann? He's a director. director. Not of this Heat. movie, though. Oh, and great. Other things. other things. Well, 
that loud um, yeah. one that I which filmed loud in one? Uh, it's about gangsters. What? <sighs> Johnny Depp and Christian Bale, and they filmed it in Madison, Wisconsin, when I lived there. Oh. Christian Bale came into the toy store I worked at. Oh. It was at the time. Oh. Yeah, and he bought um, Magna tiles. Oh, yeah, for someone, maybe his kid. That's nice. Was he nice? Yeah, he seemed nice. I think. Was he mad at you was- for stepping into the the scene while he's trying to pretend that he lived in the future with a crazy robot man? <laughs> I believe he did not get help right away and was slightly irritated about that, which was mm, fair. Wow, wow, wow! Someone sure. should have noticed. Yeah. Listen, that wasn't me. Why didn't you help Christian Bale? I wasn't. He wasn't there. Oh, I missed that part. But my friends in that movie. What did my they film the Toy Story? No, oh. no, no, no. Different friend. He's got glasses on. Anyway, great. Ch- check out that movie <laughs> and look for the guy with glasses on. <laughs> what is that movie that I am thinking of though? That has um. The guy from Indiana Jones in it. Which guy? You know what? Cut this out. Harrison Cut this Ford? out. Blade Runner? Yes. <laughs> Blade Runner. Oh. Yes. That's all I can think this about. This is very it's different this. from Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay. Great. Is it more like Running Man? I don't it's know. It's closer to Running Man than sure. okay. Blade Runner. Yep. Got in it. Title. In that it has a jacked dude who. <laughs> well, it's like a little funny. more wackadoo. Ch- yeah. oh, well, but let's do Union Strong, yeah. Molly and Please. Beth. What's the mm-hmm. time? What? Who's timing Me. it? Yeah, sure. Obviously. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Molly. Usually you say go. I was asking if you were ready. Oh, I am ready. Oh my I god. Nodded. This is a disaster. <laughs> this is what happens when we go back to the remote version. Okay, ready? Go. We open on an apocalyptic scene that still has bright colors. There is a man. It is the future. He's here to demolish things. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's got like kind of an ordinary future job like mining or or demolishing or and uh somehow gets swept up in a larger uh uh purpose. 30 seconds. He has a love interest. Oh, yes. She has um cool future clothes on oh and at first she's cooler than he is but then eventually he ups his coolness to match hers in such a way that you can believe they get together or he's a family man 10 seconds and um he's he they win they defeat (laughs) evil Uh and uh there are they stop a comet from flying nailed it (laughs) Did you say a wow. comet? Definitely what happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They stop a comet. They stop a comet. Through demolishing? Uh, not an asteroid comet. Yeah, specifically well, a comet. Well, you know, I that's like what I was able to pull up in my head. I like so. it. What percentage of that would you say is correct? Okay. <laughs> there's definitely a man. Okay. Nailed it. Got it. There's definitely a love interest. Yes. Ooh. She definitely is wearing future clothes. I don't think they're like yes. wacky future clothes, though. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep, like if it's, yeah. it's more the kind of future where it's like everyone's just kind of dressed up like a like a like ship a on Star suit. Trek, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like they're all kind of wearing like a ship. Well, I mean, like yeah. the the, like <laughs> the, like the people who are on that set. You know what I mean? Like they all have to dress yeah. pretty similar. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think hundred percent Utah is what the final number. Ends <laughs> nice. up. I mean, you will find out, but for sure. I mean, you guys are so close yeah. for sure. 
So it's Sylvester Stallone. Who else will we recognize? Sylvester Stallone is our hero. He is our man, I think. Right? I'm not sure who the demolition man man is, Mm. actually. Yeah. No, now you've got me doubting. Yeah. uh, Our antagonist is Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. Oh. And there is a woman that we will be delighted to see. Yes, correct. Hmm. She's known for knitting bees. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) True toe I remember the reference, but I don't remember. Um, Who knits bees? Well, it's for you to find out. find out. Oh, okay. (laughs) So the core premise of this movie, you might as well, so we have content for the first half. The core premise of the movie (laughs) is um, in the future... Prison is being cryo-frozen. Yeah. Um, and or at tell- least like the worst prison, right? Isn't it like yeah. he's the worst? He's like, it's like face-off. He's like the evilest man in the world, according to crimers or crime yeah. stoppers. Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Wesley Snipes is okay. very bad. Yeah. Okay. He gets unfrozen Uh-oh. and is on the loose. And I don't, I think it's like, there's a bit of a, uh, like, What's going on? Why did he come out? He's on the loose now. And there's some intrigue there. So but is he not, he was sentenced to not ever be unfrozen? Is that what happened? I think so, okay. yeah. But the only way to stop him is to also unfreeze Sylvester Stallone, who was, uh, they they were, you know, cat and mouse back in the 90s or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so like we, the only way to catch Wesley Snipes is to get his other half, his Batman, Yes. From yes. his time. Dan's bad. Sylvester Stallone doesn't trust the cryo system, like the cryo legal system, <laughs> and voluntarily freezes himself to be there when Wesley Snipes inevitably causes chaos. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I think that was, was my question. Yeah. I think he was yeah. wrongfully convicted. That's oh, why he, he also oh. gets cryo prisoned. Yeah. He got oh. framed, I think. Oh. By mm. Wesley Snipes? Probably. Hmm. Or maybe the man. I don't know. Which man? The demolition man? <laughs> the demolition man. Yeah, I'm still not sure who the demolition man is. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay, great. Does anything like get demolished? Movie? Yeah, stuff, stuff, stuff gets demolished. definitely gets demolished. And it rules, I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they go to, a, at one point, they go to a museum. Yeah. And shoot mm. guns from yes. <laughs> throughout time. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we will also be, I think, shocked to s- another character in this movie is the um, head of the underground who uh, like, yes. rejects he rejects um, the future ways and thinks yes. we should go back to like being dirty and connected with each other. Yeah. Mm. Shocking cast. Shocking casting, casting of that character. Very much of its time. Yeah. But yeah, this okay. is a, so a lot of the uh, a lot of the tension of this movie, besides there being an evil Wesley Snipes causing chaos is that Sylvester Stallone is a man of a certain time, and now he is in a different time. Ooh, fish out of water. He's very much a fish out of water. And this time, you will learn, is heavily sanitized and not prepared for such a chaos agent such as Wesley Snipes, who I'm going to bet has a ridiculous name. Like, his character has, like, an absurd... Oh, sure. Like, on the levels of... uh, uh, What's his name? Caster Troy. Caster Troy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but he is having so much fun. So much Wesley fun. Wesley Snipes chews scenery hard. He is loving great. it. <laughs> yeah, it is great. What time are they coming from then? 
I think they're coming from like the when this movie was released, which or I like think is a like, couple years ahead of it, right? Yeah, nineties. Wesley sure Snipes. 90s. That's like nineteen nineties. Mm. Can, can I just throw out a number? Please. Yeah, that's I what we usually know. do. This yep. feels like a, I'm gonna say nineteen ninety four. Because I was in college then and not paying a lot of attention to movies that weren't at the student union. So I'm going to assume Great. somewhere around there. I'm going to say 91 because I think it's early, earlier in a certain bee-making <laughs> sweetheart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When did, uh, I'm trying to remember when Rodman started dyeing his hair so much because I feel like these like uh-huh. happened almost in parallel. Oh, interesting. Or at least in my child brain, they happened around the same time. Because Wesley Snipes has his hair like bleach blonde in this movie. 92. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to say 90. Is that your guess? Is that your your Beth guess? That's my Beth guess. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm going to say 93 to be contrarian. Wow. Ooh, we got a full run. Nice. Excellent. There's. I wrote it down. Thank Thank you, Molly. Wow. There's some foam. There's a car crash and some safety foam that really captured my imagination as a kid. <laughs> that basically fills the entire car, um, as opposed to like an airbag. Like the whole car oh. fills up with foam, and then oh sure, someone has to be cracked out of it. I remember thinking like, yeah, that is a good idea. Future <laughs> should do is that. A good it idea. is a good idea. You know, they do that with bullet uh, wounds in the field sometimes. Like in battle, if somebody gets like a bullet wound, there's like the stuff that they put in you to like hold everything as together as possible. Yeah, oh, it's wow. fucked up. It's like so <laughs> insane. Anyway, safety foam. It's like those vests that people can wear and if they fall, it blows up. Whoa. I guess that's more like an airbag. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, it's the same bad. idea, though. It's like an all over protection. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What other fun future things are there? Ooh, oh yeah. Uh, there is a. I don't want to. I actually don't want to spoil it because I want people to have a genuine reaction. There is a very. There's an ongoing gag in the movie about how the new future way of using the bathroom is very confusing for Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and I don't think they ever explain it. I think I don't uh, think so. Dance bet. That's the last line of the movie. LOL. How does how do I do the work? thing? Yeah. But it's like an ongoing thing. And it's okay. it is presented as like LOL, it's so obvious, but Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. can't figure it out. He's a dumb meathead. Like not obvious to the audience, o- obvious to like the contemporaries that he's dealing with, who are just like, <laughs> it's how do you not know how to use? Yeah, yeah, it's delightful. It's so stupid. Did you did we talk about before how you poop in space? Did we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, because I have in my mind there's there was an interview with someone talking about having to practice pooping mm. because they have you practice with mirrors because you basically have to back up oh, sure. to a very specific dock. Yeah, it's not like in a, out, it's not like on a hose; they can't adjust. I'm unclear. Uh how it currently works sure. but this particular astronaut maybe this is what but they would have to like basically dock their butt yeah like um, aim their anus yeah they'd have to like <laughs> like att- you know get it right there yeah. because you don't want any of that poop floating around no, you don't. oh gosh but i mean and then there's I just no think about gravity so is it a, no. a vacuum it's just like you put your butt in a vacuum too i think so right i don't I mean, because I think that could like that could cause damage, though, right? If it's not well, like a very gentle. I'm sure, it's very. I mean, you don't need much force in zero g to move poop. 
So it's probably pretty no, gentle. But that's got to be pretty wild oh, yeah. to try to get your body to poop in that context. Yes. And in that, like, that's got to be so weird. I mean, even like the preamble has got to be so anxiety inducing because like, you know, even as like even on Earth, like there's a little bit of that, right? Of just like I just need to make sure my butt's in the right place, but it's a big target. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, just ramp that up like a hundred times in zero G. But I think about this every time I see a futuristic movie oh. where everything is so I cool, you were say every right? Day. <laughs> every day, I still try to figure it out. Every time you sit on the toilet, like, you're like, "Thank God, I'm not in space." Yes. But like actual space travel is so dangerous and precarious and, and you have you stuff like Dan? that. Are your ears perking up? Yeah, it sounds like we shouldn't do it. No, but we still should. <laughs> I mean, we should send robots, uh, but the robots should also poop. Okay. That's only fair. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, dance bed. I don't think there's any space in this movie. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's all on Earth? Yeah, I think it's... In, is it like New York City? I think it's Los Angeles. Oh, oh. but it's probably got some future name, right? It's I think like it does. New, New Los Angeles. I think something. it's like an LOL. Yeah. Uh, Dan's okay. bet swearing is illegal in the future. <gasps> That's right. Fun. Is this like a Pleasantville situation? It's a, got a little bit of, of Utopia vibes, which is yeah. why okay. the underground exists. Right. Like oh. part. Yeah. Like the the way that Sylvester Stallone butts heads is like you know he is. The kind of character you'd expect Sylvester Stallone to play in the '90s, and now he's in this like incredibly sanitized future. Mm. So like he is. I mean, honestly, it's probably like now that we're going to see it. Now it's probably going to be like there are parts that'll be feel like a little uncomfortably like copaganda of just like oh this buff mm. warrior cop man, he's the only one that can <laughs> save us in this future liberal paradise or whatever. Yeah, that is <laughs> definitely going to be some of that subtext. Yeah, me too. But it's also very stupid, and I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Is there more than one woman that might be speaking? Ooh, great I question. I feel like there, there's definitely some scenes in the police office generally, and I feel like there's some women there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are they named, though? I feel like no. Do they even speak? Or are they just Ooh. watermelon, watermelon in the background? That would be a new way of measuring the Bechtel-Wallace test is like, two women even. <laughs> Wallace Melon. <laughs> Wallace Melon. Uh, do two women even speak to each other at all? Like even visually? I guess we've certainly experienced even visually. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think there might be like a, a grumpy older cop lady. Like dispatch or chief yeah. or something? I'm going to be optimistic and say that Snipes has a lady evil terrorist oh. buddy. And she talks to someone who is also a lady. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, ooh, maybe it'll be like a total recall the bad one and she'll just call uh, our beloved uh, heroine a bitch. And that's how we pass. Oh, that could be. Or almost yeah. passed. Didn't even pass, right? I'm trying to remember. Go re-listen no, to our Toast Recall the Bad One. Yeah, yeah, okay. Aliens. Alien or aliens, but yeah, no, she doesn't even respond. Well, so in aliens, she can't respond because she's a xenomorph queen that doesn't talk. Well, fair, <laughs> wow. but, still. But aliens passes all the time. Oh, right. There's that girl. Alien stuff. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay, 
I there's no way that this movie passes. (laughs) I'm just going to say hard. No. Great. Okay. Hard pass on pass. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Across the board. I'm saying yes. I'm being optimistic. Okay. I'm saying. I'm no. saying that two women are going to call each other a bitch. <laughs> Here, also Dan, I'll join you in that just for fun. Thank you. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not that fun, but. Well, it's just less lonely. Yeah. To be an optimist. I will tell you, I have three pages of notes, and I'm going to not be able to follow any of this. This is why Dan <laughs> just stopped trying. I think. <laughs> There's also a very fun romance scene that's got LOLs because future romance is There's too a lot of LOLs. Yeah. This movie's right. this movie's chock-a-block of it's basically the whole movie I think is like it's LOLs, Wesley Snipes does something violent, LOLs, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> finds Wesley Snipes and tries to do something violent to him. More LOLs than the big action set piece <laughs> where they do all the violence to each other. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how this movie goes. It's great. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to write down violence, LOL, repeat. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bet that there are some other recognizable actors that will be like, oh, hey, it's that person. All right. You know what I mean? Like, I if it's it. a, yeah. especially yeah. if he like deals with like a police station, like, there has to be like a couple of just like, you know, just random character actors who are there to say like three lines, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yep. Great. Well, Molly. How should we rate this movie? Great question. Uh, based on running Blade Runners. Running, running Blade Runners. Blade mm-hmm. Runners. Is a running blade a thing? Oh. Like, is this a product? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so when you're going through a uh, deep vegetation trail running, it's for ultra runners. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. You can just hack away. It's like a machete you... shoe? It's mm-hmm. a shoe? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a machete. Wow! <laughs> wow! Running blade, <laughs> running man. Wait, running blade mm-hmm. runners. Running blade. Running runners. blade runners. But I like running blade runner man even more because I assume that's the dance. <laughs> oh, there's a dance. <laughs> there's an associated dance. Yeah, there's machetes? an associated dance. Now is the dance with your now, Okay, is the dance like was it organically created through like the TikTok culture or was a PR agency heavily involved? You know, a little bit of both. Mm. Who can tell where ideas come from anymore? Sure, yeah. Before we get too far into this, running blades are actually a real thing that people who have amputations will use to oh, run Oh, the with. blade oh. guy. That's right. Yeah. Oh. That's right. That. Oh, yeah, those are badass. But who says that they can't also have blades on the end? <laughs> well, these are, I mean, these, I mean, that's true. There's an entire, there's some But then it gets, gets darker because like sword like Paralympic well, guy, like oh yeah, he like murdered his with... girlfriend, right? Yeah, and I think he just oh, got okay. Let's, let's machete shoe. Let's <laughs> machete You took the word right out of my mouth, yeah. Dan. I was also Dan. I was just about to say machete shoe. Yeah, it explains itself. Wesley Snipes uh, sponsored machete shoe. He's a spokesperson. Yes, machete shoe. Because you know machete he has yep. to get all that tax money re uh, yes recouped 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 <laughs> recouped. Uh, so he had to take. Is he in trouble with taxes? Oh, he has been for, in trouble for decades. Snipes? I don't know if he still is, but oh, oh yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, oh, he no. got hit hard for tax Come evasion on, years ago. Oh boy! But also, like, Poor. I'm sure he'd argue, like, what am I getting out of it? Which, all right, yeah, yeah. as a mm-hmm. black man in yeah. Los Angeles, can you blame him? Yeah, 
Oh, Blades. Wesley Snipes. I didn't even think about that. Oh, shit. That's amazing. He played Blade. Blades. Yes. In the Blade trilogy, oh. which we yes. should also watch. Yeah, we should. Well, yes. Uh, oh, and then he can still use his, then he can bring back his classic line from that movie. Some motherfuckers always trying that? to run uphill, and when they do, they better be wearing machete shoes. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Yeah, we got this. There. Is incredible. I love we that we. I love that because someone committed a murder. We have created oh. a rating scale that is so much more appropriate for a different Wesley Snipes movie that we're not watching. Yeah, that rocks. Not the murder part, but where we got, where we ended up. Okay, well, how many hey, athletes? Bla- <laughs> quit, stop murdering your spouses. Yeah, for sure. Uh, can we just stop with the murder generally? Yeah, you know, I agree. It's just uncool. Sure. That's, can't wait to watch this movie that has a bunch of murders. Yeah, probably probably. Does. But they're Dan like, go first? Huh? Rady, I'm trying to jump into Rady skin. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. I yes, also have to I go do. to the bathroom real Okay. <laughs> yes, I go first because I. But not in space. <laughs> no. Uh, I think this movie is going to be a real blast to watch because I remember it being so ridiculous and stupid and just a goofball 90s action comedy. Wesley Snipes is going to be all over the place, bananas. And I think it'll be fun. Uh, Four machete shoes. Wow. Nice. Nice. I think Beth's second, and we all know that. We do. Yep, we do. Um it sounds like it's going to be a fun movie, but also I feel like it's the kind of movie that's going to have enough unfun things in it that it's going to drop. So yeah. I'm going to also go with four machete shoes. Nice. Ooh. I'm shooting for the stars. Yes. And I'm going with five machete shoes. I think it's a wackadoo ride. I think it's going to have some bummers, but I think it's going to be buoyed by its overall wackiness. Nice. Five machete shoes. I'm going to give it a cowardly f- three. Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand any of what's happening. <laughs> and um, that gives me room to grow. Great. Love it. Yeah. All right. And with that, we're going to pause, go watch Demolition Man, and we'll be right back. Uh, um. This is Beth Gibbs from the podcast Totes Recall. You may have heard of it. Uh, Recently, I'm here in to fact. tell you about some cool stuff. If you head on over to patreon.com slash totes recall you mm-hmm. can become a patron of this very podcast wow which will support the creation of this show and other cool stuff that we do like bonus content live shows etc <laughs> there's different sorts of levels that you can uh sign up for so the lowest level you can sign up for is only one dollar a month that's so wow. cheap what is the Highest level, Beth. The highest level is whatever your heart desires. <laughs> get that orb, so, baby. Get that custom get orb. orb. <laughs> get an orb, you Richie. I believe that's $1 million a month. I think so, yeah. You can get a Total Recall branded orb. Custom or for, orb. Yes, custom. Or for $1 a month, you can get access to our Discord where we chat about everything and mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> uh and also, 
bonus content. Okay, also one of the levels is that you can contribute a certain amount of money a month. Find out by going to patreon.com slash totesrecall and you can get a shout out on the podcast. What you guys can't so- see right now is that Dan is uh, <laughs> looking across the table from Beth and giving the like stretch it out motion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those people are. Yes. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Heather Meyer. Heather Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Kosak. <laughs> Nicholas Kosak. And Ben Gardner. Ben was speaking. Ben Gardner. I was trying to do kind of like a Don Pardo. Oh, kind of right. Thing. Like it was good. Featuring that guy. Featuring. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to those three people. Yes. Thank you thank for you supporting so much us for being on patrons. Dot com slash totes recall dot com. I was worried there. You didn't do it the first time. I thought you were something was happening. (laughs) Anyway, I think I nailed it. And um, (laughs) let's go back to the show. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 55 minutes of, uh, like, LOL, fish out of water, one-liners, and just an excessive amount of violence, fire, and ice. Wow. Oh, fire and ice. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. All those things are true. (laughs) LOLs happened. Violence happened. Fire happened. Ice happened. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Kiss Game movie came out in 1993. Oh. Someone bet. Yes. And that Dan person Linden. was Dan Linden. Oh. Wow. Oh, I'm jumping off of something. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like we should all remember that Molly bravely went first and put a stake in the ground in 94. Sure. That's pretty so, close. That's very that's brave. Pretty close. Especially since you brave. didn't pick an entire I, decade. Brave, so strong. I did not pick the whole decade, yeah. so we'll give yeah. me an honorable mention. Yeah. Oh, man. Great job. Also, Dan. 93. And this is like, this is, the air is thick with 1993 in this movie. Oh, hell yeah. Although yeah, it starts in 1996. Yes. That's right. Which, <laughs> which is, LA has become a hellscape. <laughs> L.A. has literally fallen to criminal <laughs> gangs, like the entire city yeah. in three the years. Hollywood also side has future jails in it. Internal, yeah, the Hollywood side <laughs> is eternally on fire, apparently. <laughs> or it was just set on fire, like a few minutes earlier. I don't know. Who knows? Oh. But Simon Phoenix, oh, Wesley Snipes' yeah. character, <laughs> has taken over... I don't know, an explosives factory. Oh, do we want to do, do a oh, award winning segment before we get too deep into oh, yeah, what the that's accurate future predictions of this movie? That's right. That's right. Um, speaking of things that are on fire, <laughs> our winning streak, baby. <laughs> our winning streak for this segment, 60 second summary, in which we summarize the movie we just watched, Demolition Man, in 60 seconds exactly. Yes. Um, the tradition on this podcast is that I volunteer to do it. <laughs> yep. That is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm going to do it. If you want. Sure. All right. Oh, poor Dan. I hope I can you're do it. feeling better soon. <laughs> Are you ready? This movie invigorated me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, go. Yeah, we open on 1996. LA is a hellscape. 
Um, Simon Phoenix has captured a busload of people and John Spartan has to (laughs) free them, but he's a hot cop and he blows up the building because there's C4 everywhere and everybody thinks that he killed all the bus people, but twist, he didn't. Anyway, (laughs) Simon Phoenix and John Spartan both get frozen for 36 years. Simon Phoenix is released and then in a future society that is way too calm their comms are heavily evaluated and <laughs> they their only option is to unfreeze john spartan you gotta get a maniac to catch a maniac they 10 seconds lol the future is calm and john spartan just wants to eat meat and bang and in the end sandra bullock is on his side and time they time time kills time, 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 time. Damn it. Wow. wow. I think you <laughs> covered literally everything. Like every and moment. I've never, none of us have done that before, but you somehow, yeah. every single plot it's point, incredible. character. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very detailed. It's yeah. plenty of time to summarize the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a reason we keep winning these awards. Yeah. But this award is going to be the best award mm, for the yeah. most yeah. accurate 60 second summary. <laughs> Yeah, or the most like one thousand percent Utah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank you. Wow. Thank yep. you. I do want to say that as we're talking about it, you know, because I have this very heavy-handed um, fire kind of reference at the beginning, and then ice reference at the end, mm-hmm. and realizing that Simon Phoenix rises from the ashes. Yeah. Ooh. And I think his first name is Simon, just so he can make multiple Simon says. Absolutely. Too many Simon oh, that says. That is absolutely why his first name is Simon. It would have been good if they did it one time, but they did it three times. Oh, it's so corny. It's every it's- time. <laughs> he just shoots someone and says, Simon says bleed, and then starts shooting yeah, his gun. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. They're like, that. Yeah. And I think at one uh, point, isn't there one point where Sylvester Stallone says, like, you didn't say Simon says, and then, like, throws something at him or something? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. A major theme of this movie is just one line. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's wall to wall. Like, it's-, it's just almost all one-liners and then dialogue that to me made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Wall-to-wall liners. Oh! Wall-to-wall liners. <laughs> yeah, I think Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone like maybe spoke like four sentences to each other that were more than like four <laughs> words long throughout the entire movie. Because yeah, almost every interaction they had was just like, watch your head. Simon says... You suck, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and none of them are that good. No, they're not. But I think some of them are improvised. Oh, they have to be. Or like, yeah. either improvised or 80 yard later, because they were like, uh, have them say something else right here. Like some <laughs> note from the studio or something. But I, I don't want to give short shrift, because some of these lines are hilarious. Mm. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed most of this script. Except the truly discriminatory, cringy parts, um, but there were so many just A plus jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I you're think- on TV, and then oh, he that's what TV. it was. That's what <laughs> that it was. Really that was good. incredible. <laughs> that was so like, that good. That one was so dumb. <laughs> and it wasn't even. And to be, <laughs> you're on TV. Ahead, to be clear, like- he says you're on TV, and then he throws a TV. Yeah, <laughs> he like- swings it by the cord. You would think- like. How is that the best way to get leverage on a TV? And you would think in a movie like this, if an if your actor here says you're on TV, 
They're definitely like smashing someone's head through a TV screen, right? No, yes. no, it's like a little. It's like it's like a little like the kind of TV that like your dad would put in his garage back in the <laughs> early '90s because he just like needs a minute, right? And yeah, he just like whips it at him like a like a what are those called like a base chain? Oh sure, morning thingamajig. star. Yeah, like a morning Earth. star. Yeah, amazing. My. That one was pretty good, but my favorite one. So at the one of the things in this future, I guess um, society is that they always tell each other to be well. Like yeah. everything is around being like healthy and and good. Um, so at one point, somebody says, "Be well," and someone just says, "Be fucked." Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a plus script. It was amazing. Oh, and I think we're leaving. We haven't. We've gone many minutes without even mentioning Sandra Bullock, who is delivers a priceless performance. Arguably, the reason most of the jokes work. Oh my god, she's amazing. Yeah, her sly little smile while messing up idioms and making them very sexual. It was like some Betty White label uh, level work. It's really excellent. She understood the assignment. Like she was such a perfect just like weirdly infantilized <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know like just like she just ma- she managed to maintain that wholesome demeanor the entire time yeah she's like the naive cop but also the one who understands the vulgar 20th century because she's like mm-hmm. obsessed with that time period yeah and so can be um stallone's guide through the future Right. But the f- the future speak of this movie is Bananas. wild, and it must have been. It seems very hard, the sort of thing, to memorize. Like you memorize the dialogue, and when it's things that normal people say, it's easier because it makes sense. Yes, <laughs> but like, yeah, just just the word choices are great. I loved yeah, it. It's wild. I couldn't figure out the rules to how they spoke. Like, like sometimes it would be. Th- like they spoke like an android almost mm-hmm. where they like didn't use contractions or like they would like say things in a strange way. But also there were times where they like they always say joy joy yeah. instead of just joy. It's a future bath. Enjoy. But joy. what are the rules? Evaluate <laughs> your It's so confusing. I like honestly I could not keep track of what they were talking about because I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was like they always said everyone's full names. Mm-hmm. They always and her last name is Huxley, of course. Leah, Le- 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 Oh, for Aldous Huxley. For, yeah, for Aldous Huxley. Yeah. Brave New Brave World, world baby. baby. Yeah, mm, I see. Yeah, which I think um, Wesley Snipes references at one point, but not like in a clever way. Yeah, I feel like says, he just it's says a brave it. new world, baby, and something, and then like <laughs> says like Simon Shoot says, someone. "Suck my dick" or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then shoots. Yeah. yeah, shoots a gun that may or may not have already been preloaded for its museum display. It's confusing. <laughs> One of our big action set pieces that we oh. alluded to before is in the history museum because Simon Phoenix has to go find guns. Yes, um, and, and you know he needs guns to find a gun one. because he goes to a phone booth and asks the computer for G for gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he has immense hacking skills. It's yes. you know we it's revealed over the movie that it's all a plot by the head of society. Yeah, to kill Dennis Leary, <laughs> the head of the underground people. Edgar Friendly. Edgar Friendly. 
because they're stealing food sometimes? Like, I are mean, they really that big of a pain in the head? No, it's, it's just, he's just a disruption to the, the control. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And Which we, like Uber. We, we learned how much of a disruption he is when they basically just let Dennis Leary do a tight five in the middle of the movie, like explaining his values. Yeah. Did you know that he was selected for this film based on his rants and he had to keep rewriting his rant until he finally got it approved by the studio? Huh. I yeah. do believe that. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Anytime he was allowed to talk for more than two seconds, it was just like, oh, he's just doing his stand-up routine. <laughs> yeah. Like it did something okay, to feel like, oh, we're good. We'll just write the movie around Dennis. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so sorry, he was playing, we should fill in, he was playing sort of the the reluctant leader of the underground world, yes. the scraps, yeah. people who are considered scraps. Before we get too far into this, the thing that I was thinking about is, I understand this is all taking place in San Angeles, yeah. yep. right? The yep. newly formed, like, three counties or four counties or whatever. The Metroplex. What is happening in the rest of the country? Great question. What are the rules and laws like in other, right. like, let's say Utah? I don't know. I, it seems, my guess is that San Angeles has broken off after the big one, the earthquake oh. in 2010. Um, and now they're their own weird country. Yeah. Because there's like that fault line that like. San Andreas, goes, yeah. San, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's that nice line where she says, um, because of course because we understand Sylvester Stallone is a good man. Yes. The first thing he inquires about isn't the criminal, but his wife. Yeah. And Sandra Bullock very sweetly says, right, um, wife. her light was extinguished oh, in the, big, the big great, one. the big one. Yeah. Of 2010. Of 2010, <laughs> which is a little unnerving. Um, but then there's this whole storyline they decided not to go forward with where he asks about his daughter right. yeah right which like yeah what's, what they really should have with his daughter yeah they really should have just cut out him even asking right. the question because you can't help but you can't help but wonder. wonder and audiences much like beth k gibbs are like oh no is sandra bullock his daughter oh mm-hmm. right right why, d- why else do they allude to him having a daughter? Because he's like, a she's good like, I can man. Look. It's, oh, it's such a weird yeah. moment because she's like, I can look it up because you're like, oh my gosh, are you gonna are you gonna find out that's his daughter? And then they touch hands and then it's like weirdly sexual instead. <laughs> yeah. And ugh, I just did not like that. But she <laughs> isn't his daughter. Turns out she isn't. We don't think. In the I original, mean, as as it know. was. One of the scraps that Dennis Leary. So this woman randomly appears in a couple places, but you don't notice her because she's not. They cut out all these parts because the movie was already an hour and 55 minutes. Yeah. When you say the original one, are you saying like the first draft of the film or was there a movie before this one? Oh, no. I think it was the first cut of the film. Okay. And they decided later to like, we just got to cut out this whole storyline. The more interesting version of this film would be to have the leader of the underground be his daughter, but that would require yeah. of them to written another They'd have to put another woman, woman character <laughs> with multiple yeah. lines of dialogue and a name and a and backstory. And Dennis couldn't do his, his bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. eat uh, ham and steak and smoke a french fry or whatever. <laughs> ah, I'm yeah. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole thing. 
this movie really is like a 1993 time capsule. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like a oh, PC culture, but we didn't call it, did we call it then, that then? I don't think so. I think so. Well, I maybe. think that PC Politically stuff exploded correct. in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. It was around the time Limbaugh came around, and I'm not sure, but that seems about right. But apparently the, the screenwriter wasn't trying to make a movie that was anti-PC, and that's why they added in those ham-handed lines at the end where they're like, maybe you should get a little dirtier, and you should get a little cleaner. Ah, ha, ha. Sort it out. Yeah. yeah. The movie tries to thread this like fascinating moral line where it's like, there is like... <laughs> There's, you know, like the they acknowledge that like Simon Phoenix is like this chaos monster, and the only way to stop him is to get like an LA cop from <laughs> our time, and the, like they even show video of Sylvester Stallone like basically doing what you know you would expect an LA cop to be doing, just like slamming people to the hood of his car and shit, and it's just presented as like. Yes, he is this savage brute, but also we need him. And it's like this very weird message where like, because even they even have Sylvester Stallone say just like, oh, I'm not just hurting people to hurt them. I'm doing my job. But it's like, okay, but you're also like constantly just like whipping people's asses for probably no reason. Yeah. Yeah, He is the demolition man. Yeah, he's nicknamed the demolition man. It's yeah. very clear that he is the demolition man. And he even man. says, <laughs> say it a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, and his catchphrase is even, oh, you gotta send a maniac to catch a man. It's like, okay, so you even acknowledge that you probably should not be a cop. Like your oh. mental profile. <laughs> it's wild. That, I don't know. That one scene where Sandra Bullock is like looking back on videos of him from back in 1996. Yeah. And um, he's like carrying this little girl out oh, of the yeah. rubble of a mall. And they're a porter liberal media the reporter asks um you know as he's carrying this like four or five year old maybe six i don't know whatever anyway he's like it was it worth demolishing a 10 million dollar mall in order to save a little girl who's being held for twenty five thousand ransom and it's an amazing moment because i did not expect it anyway the little girl just turns and says fuck you which honestly good good for her yeah good for her and by the way my name is claire Oh, right. <laughs> and you are Mrs. Johnson, reporter for WXLZ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it yeah. almost feels like they wrote the movie, be like, this is badass. Yeah. And the future's not badass. And then they got halfway through, like, wait a minute. This is way more political than we wanted it <laughs> yes. to be. Uh, pull back. Pull back. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Cause, like, it has this, yeah. Like, it has, it's such this, like, satirical, like, honestly pretty successful like satirical version of like a very sanitized america yeah but yeah like because of the like basic premise of the movie it's like the hero the whole point of the movie is that like the hero has to be this like monstrous questionably ethical brutal police officer from the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah it rules I d- yeah. <laughs> I want to say though about <laughs> Sylvester Stallone like this was his acting in this movie is so good in that like I think this is the first time he was doing something fairly comedic mm. I'm not sure but like 
There's a scene where Sandra Bullock's character wants to have sex with him. Great scene. And Great scene. not having realized that like there's no fluid transfer, it's a very cerebral <laughs> activity. I never want to hear fluid <laughs> transfer ever again. <laughs> not even, what was it? Not even mouth. Mouth, tra- mouth, mouth fluid transfer. Mouth fluid transfer. Yeah. Kissing's not allowed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Kiss, yeah, the... the that's right. The fa- oh yeah, oh I was a good kisser too. His <laughs> facial expressions during the sex scene were so good. Like they kept yeah. cutting to like weird flashes of like sexy <laughs> digital Sandra Bullock and back to him who where he was like kinda into it, but so confused. And he like you could read it on his face. It was amazing. Yeah, was we should like describe it a s- little bit, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Sex is they take out these helmets and I guess you sort of have like VR sex with each other right. just by thinking hard about how horny yeah. you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said it was a transfer of sexual energies. That's right. Alpha yeah. waves or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. But he honestly, he achieves this uh, full range of emotions. Oh, At one point, it's like watching a St. Bernard trying not to think about eating a bone. Yes. Like, it's just so, <laughs> yes. so good. Like, it's so believable. And there are moments where he's just doing his, like, action movie shtick and other moments where you're like, all right, good on you. I-, I believe that. Yeah. But I tell you what, if it had not been Sandra Bullock with her infinite charm, yep. like, this movie would not oh, have succeeded. Absolutely. Fallen flat on its face. Like, Sandra Bullock is the only reason that character works and is endearing and not just like incredibly <laughs> annoying or uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She's great. Like, and I, I don't think Benjamin Bratt did too bad either. But no, Benjamin he, Bratt is like the other cop who's nice yeah. who gets on board. <laughs> uh, but he plays kind of a, you know, a dummy. He's like yeah. a naive dummy as well. Um, and I thought he did good too. But. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea that like somebody saw that movie and they're like, we have to get those two in a rom-com their chemistry. where they're both cops because yeah. their chemistry is unreal. <laughs> Do we want to believe that those two cops are the Miss Congeniality characters like grandchildren or something? Or I guess just children. Well, I right? hope they're not grandchildren because I'm assuming. Yeah. No, as my yeah, yeah, it has to just be children. As my wife kept pointing out, no big deal. While we were watching it, she's like, "It's not that far in the future. Like, why are they acting <laughs> like all these things are so weird?" <laughs> or like, yeah, like a lot of those people would have been alive, alive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why they are all of a sudden talking like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. Like the. Uh. Yeah, like the closest thing you get to an actual real person is his like the one cop that he recognizes that still works there who apparently just is like the most patient man in the world because he stayed on the force throughout this entire like brainwashing of the entire city or something. (laughs) LOL seashells. LOL seashells. The big laugh line of this movie is, as we talked about, Sylvester Stallone doesn't know how to wipe his butt in the future because there's no <laughs> yeah. toilet paper. There's just three seashells. Um, and so he goes and swears a bunch at the swear machine who gives <laughs> yeah. him a citation every time he swears. The so ticket, he can go take ticket spitter. The swear you know, ticket wipe spitter. His butt with his ticket. So, so it occurred to me this watch that that whole scene before where he's making fun of him, he's got a poopy butt the whole time. 
That's true. Like he, but he didn't he didn't find anything to do no. in there. He just came out and was like, You got a toilet paper. Listen. But I didn't make it I didn't make anything happen. Like because I got to go Sylvester back in. Sylvester Stallone is a real man. Yeah. And even though he hasn't pooped in 36 years, <laughs> when he went to the bathroom and realized there was no toilet paper, he came back out yep. to oh. confront them about the lack of paper okay, before he, he went to relieve yet. himself. He I, held on to it. He, ha- he has got like a sphincter of steel okay. that's going to hold back that 36-year-old poop. I'd like to Ugh. I'd like to meet in the middle. Sorry, please pretend I never said that. No, I'd like to meet in the middle because I think what happened is he did go, realize there's no toilet paper, and then as we learned in the opening credits of the movie, he cinched up the tightest ass in the universe, which we got like a <laughs> loving camera pan over as he was frozen yeah. in the nude during the opening credits. And we saw that he had a buns of steel. And I think he just like cinched it up, walked back mm-hmm. out there and knew he knew with confidence <laughs> that he was holding back. But he had control. He yeah. had complete control. No <laughs> chance of any foreign matter touching those clothes. All right. I accept that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I always forget whenever I watch a uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone movie from the 90s that how much someone thought he was a sex symbol because <laughs> I guess the filmmakers, because you always get these shots of like him like in a way that it's like, yeah, come on, get it. Sylvester yeah. Stallone. And he did not drink a drop of water no, for like dude. three weeks yeah. before they that filmed dude that was shot. So, I mean, ha- like there were so many points in this movie where like, I, I can't remember what it was. He was doing something somewhat mundane and it was just like it was still like center frame just like his incredibly like shredded forearm with the veins like popping out of it like a topographical map oh man if we're gonna talk about arms i have to bring it back to sandra bullock just one more time who i love um there is a great scene after they have uh mental sex where attempt they attempt attempt yeah he fucks it up you know to her credit, yeah, he stops. Anyway, she seemed to be uh, getting somewhere though. So like, she yeah. was doing okay. She was. Yeah. She was doing okay. He was just too confused yeah. by it. Which honestly, maybe um, that's what having sex with Sylvester Stallone is like in real life. Too. <laughs> uh? 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 Well, and then he tries to 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 mouth kiss. <laughs> fluid transfer, uh, in a, please. In a sexy way, fluid transfer in a sexy way, and she oh, yeah. is Hell yeah. completely this offended. Rules. And points his way out the door and tells him to leave her domicile. And it just so happens that her finger, like her the edge of her arm yeah. and her finger are in the screen, like still in frame. Yeah. And she is acting with every muscle in her Maybe body. The best point like in cinema the- history. Literal uh, like, fingertips yeah. is the stress intention of get out of my house. Ugh. It's incredible. Yeah, like she she puts her body in like a complete right angle when she does that. And it's incredible. <laughs> so good. Ugh. She's great. I can't get she enough is. of Lieutenant Huxley or whatever. Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ranks, he's a detective. The yeah. demolition man <laughs> maniac who jumps screaming out of a helicopter and blows the buildings made detective. Yeah. You're telling me this dude like, is a super sleuth who solves <laughs> crimes by gathering evidence and interviewing perps and suspects. 
He gathers evidence in those arms That's and then mean. interviews him with his That's fist. Exactly. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm on board, Beth. You're right. I get it. Now. I mean, he does like get to the truth. He gets results. With, um, yeah. He does get results, and you know, he does get that not confession, maybe that brag from Wesley Snipes' character Simon Phoenix. Oh, so you're saying how- you're saying he was playing the long game. Oh, yeah. All of this was just to get that confession (laughs) on that half-damaged auto car that was driving down the street. Yes. Nice. Oh, those cars were great. Did you know those were real General Motors, like, concept cars? Yeah. They borrowed one that was functioning, and they made just a bunch of replicas uh, and made those the police force. But they really did have those, like, Tesla X-Wing style things. And then they insisted that they return the concept cars to General Motors when they were done. Yeah, they do a good job of looking like a future car. Yeah, where it's like just kind of like shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like too small. Yeah. And like, I like how... <laughs> I do like how... I mean, honestly, like with the way auto driving is going in our current era, like I do like the idea that when you select auto drive, it like aggressively constricts the steering wheel. So it's like no longer graspable. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, honestly. Mm -hmm. Don't want to be able to get control back. Yeah. There is so much about this movie that actually is a little unnerving. There's like a real life zoom meeting. And I was like, yeah, that's accurate. Everybody's face is on a rotating slab with a screen on it. Okay. I might've like, just stepped out of the room for a second when he was confronting Lord Mayor Dr. Cocteau or whatever. And like he was on the Zoom slabs, but then all of a sudden he had a gun to his head. No, it made no sense. Okay. I also oh. missed that. I looked down. No, because, sick. okay, he is a real life detective. Okay. Who is able to notice the assistant, uh, his like monk-like assistant glancing over nervously to the side. Oh. He follows his gaze and is like, this guy is like the Wizard of Oz sure. who's sitting close by. But in the same was it the room. same room, though? No, it was like a different room, but it wasn't far away. It seemed like it the same se- yeah. room. Or is it like a second conference room? Is that why it was confusing? I think it was just like a little, like behind a fake wall. Okay. Yeah, because when, when I note, like the part I... Like my brain processed. It seemed like Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock had walked into that conference room. All of the video slabs were confronting Sylvester Stallone. And then the greatest detective of 1996 just walked (laughs) to the other end of the table and found the guy in a chair with his back to him. He's the Batman of his time. (laughs) He really is. That absolutely is what happened. That's what it looked like to me. The geography of it was a little messed up Mm -hmm. because it's a glass wall that you're led to believe the guy is sort of glancing nervously in that direction. It's just the the room mechanics are a little weird. Yeah. But but that's not your fault. Whose fault? My fault? <laughs> None of this is your fault. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I really needed to hear that. Uh, it is wild how the, like, we kind of joked, or like, I feel like maybe Dan was sort of explaining the dynamic in the first half about it's like, they're basically Batman and the Joker. And it is bananas how like the open the cold open of this movie is basically what you yeah. might see in a batman and joker story where like there's a big building on fire there's a guy in a goofy outfit like cackling and threatening to kill people and then a buff dude jumps out of a flying vehicle yeah and, <laughs> and just like starts kicking ass and yeah. like people in long coats and sunglasses yeah attack him one by one yeah it felt- yeah also when he jumps out of the plane he yells 
Phoenix! <laughs> Which we then learn over the course of the movie was just an appetizer for man after man jumping off of something while screaming. Most of the time, Sylvester Stallone, but occasionally a henchman. Yeah. That was my MVP of the movie was when they go down to the cryo prison to like confront yep. Phoenix for the final act. And one of his henchmen, not Jesse Ventura, unfortunately, but one of his henchmen just like jumps off of like a little wall and just goes like, <laughs> yeah. that's basically that's the scream. final video game level of this movie where he yes. just has to beat up toughs to get to the boss. Yeah. And then has to oh figure out like a specific mechanical obstacle. Uh you have to point and click to the on the right part of the arm that's holding him yeah. <laughs> to get out oh of gosh. it. He gets he gets picked up by this giant crane brought to you by Technocrane. That's right. <laughs> and and Wesley Snipes has the opportunity to shoot him very easily. And he He's being fires held his in gun. one spot. He has a automatic weapon yes. and still cannot hit him at yeah. all. He doesn't even like, you know, hit his leg or something. It's insane how bad his aim is. And he's been studying up for 36 years right. to be the most ideal terrorist. Right. Whereas Sylvester Stallone has only learned how to knit. Yep. That was pretty funny, actually. That was funny. Like, it was great. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed that that was like part of his brainwashing and he just wasn't. That wasn't like his. That was to show he was a good man. Like he just knew how to knit. Like he was just really good at it. <laughs> But yeah, everybody in cryo gets matrixed and that skills downloaded into their bu- brain. You know, their butt. And you can knit. That yeah. you can see. <laughs> I love that the final set piece of this movie butts. was just a bunch of like nude men in giant blocks of ice. <laughs> I am so curious about how they made those. Yeah. It looked like a wax that- version Maybe. of Sylvester Stallone early on mm-hmm. when he gets frozen oh do you think that was the one that was on the floor with them at the end like because they were like well we already made it so let's just use yeah, that just, one again just, just don't show his end. face yeah and then true yeah. sleuths would be like that's Stallone's butt Those i know buns. that butt from anywhere <laughs> and i think we get we get a hint of dong in this oh yeah we get a pan over mm-hmm. and there's like just a hint it's the it's the shape so like when he's being frozen or when he's coming out of frozen <laughs> when he's coming out of frozen uh, yeah when he's being cut out. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's blurred by the ice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's there. But we know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of getting out of the ice, that was one of many incredible examples of a computer helpfully letting us know what was going on with the best graphical interface I've ever seen in my life. I love the computers in this. So it, good. It killed me that Sandra Bullock, uh, all-star computer user, yes. has like go through all the cameras to find Simon Feigs, but she like... she. Over and over, she types on the keyboard and then <laughs> says the command to the computer of what she wants to have happen. And it's and, and then, then the it's on responses. screen in all caps. Yeah, what she said again, is repeat, on all. Type yeah. something, say a command. I was like, what? What is this interface? Maybe she has to type like, "I would like to talk now," and then yeah. can speak or something. But this is exactly how I text. <laughs> I'll type it in and then kind of mutter it out loud and it sends. So, you know, yeah. I'm from the future. So maybe yeah. there is no speech technology she's using. She's just like <laughs> typing in, then she says yeah. what she typed and the yeah. typing is what so actually everybody did can something. follow. Yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. the police chief is just like, Can you say what you're typing aloud so I don't have to lean over? My back's really bad. <laughs> yeah. The chief who is not on board with this plan to unfreeze Sylvester oh, he Stallone. He calls him a caveman, like 80 And times. it's like, he's in charge. Yeah. Why does he just say like, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that? 
But he kept he goes along yeah. with it like, and then he's just like a whiny little brother. Like I told you, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I, I hate yeah. this idea. This primate out here. I but guess like, we you're learn, in charge, bud. I guess we learn in the scene <laughs> where they try to capture Simon Phoenix that like their main most of their training is just to say what they want more assertively over and over. So like maybe yeah. that's why he didn't do anything because he was just like, oh, I tried my best. I told them no really hard. Yeah. You know, and they kept dogging Neanderthals or Neanderthals, depending on what school you go to. Oh. Uh, they kept dogging him. And the whole time I was like, oh, can you forage for your own food and survive? I don't think so. No, are you you going to go to Taco Bell. You have to go to Taco Bell. That's right. Who the won the franchise wars. Yeah. yeah. Which I hope that was a military operation. I want to believe that that was like <laughs> full on. Probably. Like paramilitary, like mixed soldiers coming down yeah. the roads. Mixed soldiers. Yeah. The yum foods got the got the wind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> PepsiCo drones just flying over every major city. <laughs> well, I do love that McDonald's and Burger King were both like, nah, but Taco Bell was like, yes. Hell yes. We can really, yeah. we can really use the publicity. And I think man. they had a pretty aggressive tie-in as well. If I oh, did they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could get a Taco Bell soda without Wesley Snipes staring out at you. Yeah. Nice. That blue eye, brown eye thing was interesting. Oh, and his hair, his blonde hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was Rodman mentioned that as a source of inspiration. Uh-huh. 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 So, Dan, do you know Dennis Rodman? Are you asking me? <laughs> Are you no, asking me? Oh, Molly. Molly, how did she know? Oh. Did you meet it at oh. one of your communist <laughs> gatherings? For the record, oh yeah, when you when you went when you when your student group went to visit North Korea, <laughs> was Dennis Rodman there already? <laughs> Um, no, I, I just, uh, I just use the internet. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, moving yeah. on. Good job. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really talked about how great Wesley Snipes is. Oh this. my God. He's just going so hard and I loved it. He's, He's loving every second. Yeah. Yeah. Except when he is weirdly racist for no That's, reason at all. Oh, that that has to have upsetting. been an improv thing, right? I don't know. Well, either way, no, it's, it's not, not good. good either way. But like, it just that feels like the kind of thing where they're just like Wesley, just go nuts. Like, where the cameras are on, just like do what you have to do. Like, your job is just to go to this panel, and then otherwise just go nuts. I guess he's supposed to play a villain, yeah. but like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just it adds. <laughs> I nothing. mean, no, killing people is funny. Yeah, right. Murder, yeah. murder, death, kill. Murder, Murder, death, death kill. kill. Murder, death, MVK. kill. Ugh, I'm so annoyed by the future. I hate Hollywood. It is exhausting. It's so annoying. Yeah, you got to have some meat and smoke your cigarettes. They yeah. banned oh, salt. Salt's a required nutrient. That's your wild. body shuts There's, down okay. without salt. There is no way Taco Bell could survive if they weren't allowed to use salt. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I feel like they have that whole bit where they're like, no chocolate either. Because at one point I was like, so far you're just describing Mormonism with like no caffeine and no alcohol. Yeah. But yeah, the chocolate. But also no murder. Yeah, that's fair. But like in the future, if everything is like so clean and like pleasant and all that, why can't they just say, why do they have to say murder, death, kill? Why can't it just (laughs) be murder? I don't get it. What are the rules? It's because so everybody's <laughs> so unfamiliar with it. They have to use three different words so that Just they get the case. point across. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every, someone's going to know one of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, before we go on, I just want to compliment you on all of your solid bets uh, that you put in the top half. Oh, wow. All of it. Wesley Snipes is the villain. 
Um, there are future clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no stopping of a comet. Um, that was me. <laughs> That's too Never bad. mind. That's too <laughs> Something bad. Else. Uh, Sylvester St- Stallone doesn't trust the system. He was framed. There's a museum. They shoot guns. People live underground. Uh, Wesley si- Snipes has an absurd name. Yes, he chews the scenery. Yes. You're dang right. <laughs> uh, there's a c- car crash with safety foam. Yeah. yeah. Great call, Worked Dan. Great. Uh, S- uh, Stallone ongoing- describes it. Oh, a car suddenly turned into a colo- cannoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great line. Great yeah. line. <laughs> Uh, there's some, uh, oh, we talked about poop anxiety. That's not related. Um, I mean, there was some poop anxiety for old Sly. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Pinch one off with his buns. Oh, yeah. My God. Or pinch one Wait. in. Oh, you, you think he kept it up? <laughs> Did you not listen to my entire soliloquy? Yeah, I thought he was just holding on to it. Like... <laughs> Somehow. All right. Okay. All right. Holding on, just like closing the gates, Uh, like sealing the gates. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Um. The one miss we had was that there would be a grumpy cop lady Mm, in dispatch or yeah. That was that was my hope for Bechdel Wall's pass, which I think was hard fail. Right. Literally a point where Sandra Bullock hands something to another woman is like, whatever, do whatever for this for me, will you? And she's like, okay, but she's not like, good job, detective lady person, detective lady. (laughs) Not even once. And then there were the baddies like. Wesley Snipes has given a, um, I don't know, pep talk to the baddies. Yeah. And there are women, there. and they're just there to be baddie women. Yeah. They don't even get to cheers at the end. Yeah. They, they probably don't nothing. even get any of those sick pretzels that they're all eating at a pool table. <laughs> that really made me laugh, too. And all these like badass sitting around with their tire armor. They're just, just two baskets of pretzels. Eating like mini pretzels. <laughs> yeah. Including Jesse Ventura. I think Dan mentioned yeah. that earlier, but like he doesn't ha- even have a line, it didn't seem like. No, I don't Mm-mm. think so. But he was credited in the in the beginning of they the movie. They cut out his um, fight scene. Uh, oh, rough. Yeah. Do you... I'm just realizing like the underground was essentially like the adult version of Teen Town in the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> right? Just rat burgers and Rat burgers, beer, beer pretzels <laughs> at a pool table, <laughs> a cool old car. Which, I mean, I'm not much of a gearhead, but when I think muscle car, I don't think Oldsmobile. But I guess it is General Motors was the one who were in control of the whatever cars. Yeah, cars. I mean, that was a hot rod, if I've seen one. Mm. Speaking of hot rod, we saw his penis, maybe. (laughs) Oh, also Rob Schneider's in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is? (laughs) Yep. He's there. He sure is there. Hot Rob. He's fine. Uh, oh, oh, he is fine. <laughs> He's fine. But he also, does a good job. Okay, I was looking at the cast list. It also said Jack Black was in it. I what? saw that too, and oh. I was like, is that the Jack Black or just a Jack Black? Because he's just uh, a baddie, right? Frodo, but I didn't see him. Mm. Oh, I didn't see him, but I saw his name in the credits. Maybe so. he was one of the mm. undergrounders. Yeah, 93. Just... He might just be a scrapper running around being a uh-huh. scrapper. It does say Wasteland Scrap. Well, there you go. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. So I don't yep. know what the rest of that it is. could be Maybe anything. he was a kid scrap cut off. back then or a teen scrap. We don't know. Yeah. Scrapper? Don't know. That is... Scrap. Scrapper. Pretty much everyone in this movie is recognizable in some way. Yeah, it was a yeah, lot the of help. The chief recognized, oh, yeah. the old wise police officer, the 
Otho. Otho. Otho from Beetlejuice. Whatever his real name is. (laughs) The like leader seems like he was probably in like Caligula or something. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. In every Roman movie. Yeah, it was just a city full of that guys for sure. Yep. Well, you know what that guy Dan did what? is he posted in our Discord. Oh, great transition for oh. fan engagement. Oh, hold on, Beth. Will, what's that? What's yes. that coming in behind you on a little parachute? Is that an award for best segue? It's <laughs> 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 just a tiny man in a tiny parachute. <laughs> Sorry, Molly, continue. So I am going to... Wait, what happens on Discord? I interrupted you. Oh, what happens on Discord? Discord is a text-based platform where you can release state secrets or (laughs) um, if you'd rather just chat with your friends at Totes Recall. Um, I personally post rarely, but way too much. Um, But here we've posted a request for Q's and C's, questions and comments. Wait, do you mean like you Um, post too much when you do post? Yeah, I do paragraphs, got and it. nobody wants that. Got it, got it, they got would it. rather have a pithy, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then I'm like, we have to talk about Mildred Pierce. <laughs> I do want to talk about Mildred Pierce. I'll save it for another time. Okay. <laughs> that HBO special just ruined my brain. Teaser okay. alert. But right wow. now, we are staying steadfastly focused on um, Demolition Man. Karzon asks, how are the heck are the three shells supposed to work? That's a great question. I always imagined it was a scraping situation. <laughs> Sly Stallone, years later, said, "Oh wow!" And this might be just like because he wanted to end the conversation, but he said he asked somebody, the screenwriter, whoever, he's just like, mm-hmm. "Okay, what is the idea behind these?" And he claims that the explanation he was given was that yeah, you use two of the shells to like clasp and grip as needed, <laughs> right? And then use the third shell to just scrape away the remainder. (gasps) Okay. I believe in this society, you just wave your hand over the shells and the refuse disappears. Yeah. I I mean, they were so fluid adverse. It is a, uh, but it is like a very 1993 American movie where it's just like, so it's just, is it just a bidet? Like, is that, like, is it? Um, I was wondering. Buttons for a bidet. Yeah. Right. Like, But yeah, Sly said you you pinch and scrape. So. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's yeah. it's the authority. That's solid. He would know. A plus. Yeah, he had to okay. do it. Okay. Yep. Um, N. Lins asked, if you woke up after being cryogenically frozen for 100 years, what would your first question be? I mean, got, how, I'd how, give it up to Slush Sloan. Where's my wife? You know? Yeah. Sure. What about my wife? My wife. My wife. I mean, you'd have to do a Borat though, and just yeah. see if it's still see if it's still funny. That's see true. if it's is, still hilarious. Because at at that point in time, if it's probably come back exactly, right and everybody will be like, "This guy is the this funniest I've ever met." Yeah, that would be After. the first question. Is Borat still relevant? Okay, so my wife. First, hold on. Let's see. Is Borat still is Borat still relevant? And then a, and then a follow up. My wife. My wife. Uh-huh. Just, and then once the laughter dies down, yeah, what wow, happened we to were. her? Yeah. <laughs> then third question, for me at least, would be, where do I poop? And then from what Molly taught me to ask earlier, how big is the hole? Yeah. Future poop. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Okay. D Sequitur asked, is the product placement for Taco Bell the greatest product placement you've ever seen in a movie? I love it. It's great. I mean, like, I'm a big good. Taco Bell fan, <laughs> so that earns some points. But yeah, I think it works on a joke level. Totally. Um, it's. I think it's funnier than a McDonald's or a Burger King. Agreed. Or a KFC even. And uh, the way it's introduced is so perfect. Where it's like the the lead Doctor Monk Mayor Governor is like, I want to treat you to dinner. Come join me, won't you, at Taco, Taco Bell? Bell. <laughs> like he says it with such <laughs> extravagance. Yeah, it's such a weird future detail that yeah. is not mm-hmm. needed there. That scene, I was thinking like. Oh, the weird future details are too dense because it's like they're going to Taco Bell and there's like a guy in a playing the piano in like a almost like a flamenco outfit and it, <laughs> and they're all singing car commercial jingles and it's yeah. like it's just too it's too it's much. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. I enjoy that um, everybody likes old. Um, Beth cut out me trying to remember what this is. Um, commercial jingles. Yes, that's what Jingles. Dan said. Dan said that a few minutes ago. Did you say that just now? Yeah, just now. Just, just the last thing that was said. <laughs> Beth, keep all of this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was busy engaging with our sure. fans, reading ahead to the next sure. question. It also felt very like early '90s American movie that all the men are wearing just like these flowing, like elegant robes, like shoguns, but the women are still wearing like form-fitting. <laughs> <laughs> like cocktail dresses. Yeah. Oh man, that dress that Sandra Bullock wears is so it's good. pretty cool. It's cool. It is it's cool. Got it's got like it's like those rocks that you get in art kits. Yeah. 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 I love the robes though. I would wear future I do too. robes. I would wear that. Hell yeah. It weighed like forty pounds and it's and it broke, so there's a whole part of the scene where she just has her arms down while she does her dialogue. You really? Think, mm-hmm. Is that why she changed into a robe for the sex scene? Well, I mean, how are you gonna I mean I don't know about you, but I would have trouble relaxing in a bedazzled that's dress. True. Yep. Like, I guess it's got to be hard to even sit It was sit pretty in. tight. Yeah, that is a very And he's point. got like it's a like gi on almost. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's Kung Fu. Bananas. <laughs> okay. What was the uh, question? Talk about. about. Great. Yeah. Great Is stuff. it the greatest? It was really a yes, no, Probably, but um, yeah. I, I'm glad we went into it a little <laughs> Great more. vegetarian options in terms of shitty yeah. fast food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Talk about. You want to sponsor us? I'm into it. Yeah. Give we'll me talk. some nacho we'll fries. We'll talk Obel. Yeah. Oh. I love that you're already ready to like just trade our hard-earned airtime for some nacho <laughs> fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least get like a burrito or something. Seven-layer yeah. burrito. Yeah, that's good. There you go. Mm. <sighs> Fra asks, it's been years since I saw this movie, but did they future bang? <gasps> Did the future bang? Did the future bang? Did the future bang? Did the future bang? They tried specifically future bang. Future bang, yes, exactly. They did not. Nineties bang. Finish. Liquid bang. Fluid transfer. Liquid bang. That's worse than fluid transfer. The coolest character in the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Liquid bang. Liquid bang. Accurate. I think the real question is, are they going to fluid transfer? Do you think society is going to loosen oh. up to the point Sandy's going to get down on? I mean, on- Dennis Leary is going to give a whole speech about how to fluid transfer once he gets a microphone. Yeah, right? he sure will. But I think 
uh, Sylvester Stallone through his weirdly aggressive World Oof. War II poster kiss. That was so weird. Yeah. It was so weird. But then once again, she saves it by giving him an enthusiastic, 100% more sexy kiss back. Yep. So yep. I think... I think there's some banging, but what a wild that exper- experience that would be. She's going to lose even her mind. Touched hands for a yes. high five. Yeah. Woo! Like it's going to, it'll, I feel like it's going to be like several weeks of just like slowly, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like she'll be like, no, 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 never mind, never mind, and like run away <laughs> for a while. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I rough. mean, yeah, that would be yeah. pretty intense experience. Mm hmm. So maybe um, they should just start with holding hands. Yeah. yeah. John, John Spartan. Spartan. Yeah. Also, just take such your, a dumb name. Such a perfect. <laughs> the fact that we had a character named John Spartan and we knew he was ready to truly kick ass in the future when he got his <laughs> cool beret back. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's yeah. kiss. Oh, oh just one more thing. Speaking of the future, in this movie, they reference President Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yes. Which is very funny. But this was 10 LOL. years before he um, sought the governorship yep. of California. So yeah. Maybe uh, maybe him and Sly had like had a conversation where he's like, oh, I think <laughs> I'm going to run for office. And he's like, oh, it's so stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, you you can't even going. be president. <laughs> no, I need to get some donkeys up there. <laughs> Sacramento. I need, I, I, I need to change the law so I can have donkeys on my property. <laughs> That's the only reason he became yeah. governor. Loosen the donkey laws. Loosen <laughs> the donkey restrictions. <laughs> I love that theory. I love it. Ugh. Okay. Uh, Taylor History asks, I don't think I remember anything about this movie. Is that a good thing? I mean, if you're going to watch it soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay fresh. Where do you watch it? Right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll get to it in readings, but I think I might actually recommend this movie. Hell yeah. Still thinking about it. Over. <laughs> um, the reference machine asks, what is the man demolishing? Oh, reference Everything. machine. Good. So much. Old structures. Yeah. So um, much. the no laws regard of, for anything yes. that is personal social mores. Social mores. So, yeah. Uh, the swear citation machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the 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 virgin skin of his thirty six year frozen <laughs> anus oh with the seashells. <laughs> no, oh with the God. swear paper. Oh, sure. Yeah, it looks like a rough paper. That's not gonna right. It's like a, a fucking receipt. That's like a heat transfer yeah. paper, whatever it's called. Ooh. Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's also demolishing a lot of societal norms. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's got a long list. Yeah. Victoria asks, I've never seen it, but who would win in a fight? Demolition Man or Emmett from the Logo movie? Logo movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. What? I said, yeah, as if to encourage more talk about it because I haven't seen it. <laughs> I believe oh. that's Chris Pratt's character in the Lego movie. Yes, the master oh, builder. Got it. I mean, Demolition Man. Emmett. Yeah, he sucks. would just step on. On Emmett and Emmett would well Emmett you know what when you step on a Lego it that hurts does it hurt that'll demolish your foot <laughs> absolutely and if so, he falls down and then you know and the the magic science orb that freezes things is probably right around the size for a Lego figure to pick up yeah so he could uh, he could Wesley Snipes his ass yeah spoiler this, alert for the end of the movie 
It could be an even fight, honestly. Yeah. I think it I think it's worth I think it's worth trying. Nerds who do this kind of shit, make a movie about <laughs> yeah, nerds. on YouTube. <laughs> honestly, I would love that if someone took the time to make it. Sylvester Stallone as John Spartan versus <laughs> Emmett the Lego figure. <laughs> Well, I'd, g- I'd give it a thumbs up. Sure. Okay. Let's smash that like. Sure. I'm for it. Now let's make. Some- I'm gonna watch the Lego Movie, which I don't think I've seen. It's, it's fun. fun. I bet. I bet it's fun. Um, okay. This is the last uh, QC from Carzon, okay. and it's a, it's a combo. I think this was Sandra Bullock's first big role. How <sighs> much does she crush it? So much. I'm gonna defer the first part to Molly. Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. What do you mean? You said you were on the internet. Yeah. The internet's well, got that. On the- There's all sorts of sites I know, that. but I... <laughs> yeah, what site are you going to to find this Is this, this really pre-speed? Speed feels think- earlier than 93, but we've watched it and we talked about the year and I don't remember, so who knows? Wasn't speed 92? Mm, what order are Sandra oh my God. movies in? I'm, I'm glad this is on mic. <laughs> Uh, thanks for asking, Dan. I very quickly pulled up in my own memory and did not uh. <laughs> do an extensive search. Um, but yeah, her you are right that her first film was Speed. That was the first time she was doing non-TV. Mm. Um, and then after that was uh, in 95 was while you were sleeping. Oh, okay. This is 93. So yeah, so I guess this is 93. You're right. Okay. So it goes Speed. No, Demolition it goes Man. Demolition oh. Man speed oh. uh, while you were sleeping. Ooh, well, well, right. well. Yeah. Which, so P.S., was, if yeah. you are looking for a perfect rom-com while you were sleeping, I just rewatched it this Christmas, and I just, it's incredible. It's got everything. Okay. It's got Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and Saint more. But yeah. anyway... Why I will look up later. How about this? I will look up later why we just picture her knitting bees. Why do we do that? Does anyone remember? I think it was our rating scale for Yeah, you you made us something. <laughs> Sandy's bees. Sandy bees. Sandy oh, bees. Oh Sandy bees. She Sandy leaves bees, bees by the door something. and then you can yeah. take them with oh, you when you leave. Oh yeah. I love Sandy's bees. Yeah, it was okay. your idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Well, here's what we learned then is that this movie was not only Sandra Bullock's first big movie, but this is also a little guy named Sting's first big movie because <laughs> this man wrote and performed a title track and the end credits, and it is amazing. None of us were prepared for it. No. It legitimately, like, kind of is a good song. <laughs> no, that's what was so confusing because when it came on, I'm just like, oh, that's weird. They've got kind of a bop going for this movie, like, just because it's kind of a, you know, violent action movie. But then all of a sudden I hear Demolition Man. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's for the it movie? Sketchy. No, well, I don't know. I don't think it was for the movie, though. I think it came How out in eight. How dare no you? Way. He wrote the song. How dare you? In 1981. What? What? Yes. He wrote it for the police. What? They decided they not like, to put it on their no, album. Thanks, Sting. And then he was like, here, uh, Grace Jones, you can have it. But then the band saw her version. They were like, uh, let's redo it. So then they redid it. And that's what you hear. And then they made that the, I think. Did they name this movie after the song? Oh, I don't I know. Hope so. 
So basically what we're learning is they wrote oh. this entire movie around Sting's song and Dennis Leary's stand-up. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, let me look something up real quick because I think the screenwriter or the person who Where was- are you going to look it up? Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> Molly is not prepared and she decided to find information on the strings out. Wikipedia. Okay, hold on. No, there's this really good um, section because the person who originally wrote the film, it was by Peter Lenkov, and he received a story credit, but he came Hollywood straight out of college with no connections. He wrote several scripts. Um, He had inspired, he was inspired for this by Lethal Weapon and wanted to do something about cops. He was also influenced by stories of celebrities being cryogenically frozen and listening to Sting's song Demolition Man on repeat due to a broken cassette player in his car. What? Yeah. So there it is. That's amazing. Demolition Man. (laughs) Which sounds so much like. It sounds so much like Annie Lennox's Missionary Man, though. It also sounds like the Mortal Kombat song in some parts. There you go. It's very weird. Maybe it is like the universal song. It is like the Taco Bell of music. And that's why we all resonate with it. Too long, though. (laughs) It's so long. Like we were playing it while we were, and by we, I mean I forced everyone to listen to it while we were setting up for the second half. And it kept going. It's over five minutes long. Yeah, I assumed it was. Just like you have to make it this long because the credits, but no. Yeah. <laughs> they just were rocking out. You're blowing my mind that the song preceded the movie. In some ways, it inspired it. Wow. Can you imagine wow. that being the one song you have on your deck on repeat? Oof, yeah. No. Like the first time around, I'd be like, haha, yes. <laughs> Second time, I'd be like, oh, weird. Fifth time, I'd probably go nuts and I guess be like, oh, Sylvester Stallone gets his ass smashed against an ice block. And then uh, uh, there's a a ray gun that comes out of a gun museum. Uh, He has to wipe his ass with swears. Uh, So that makes sense. This whole movie was a fever dream brought on by hearing that song too many times in a row. LA, right? God, this town sucks. Light it on fire. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He couldn't get the tape out of his tape deck in the car. So like anytime he was driving and looking at the vistas of Los Angeles, he had to listen to Demolition Man. Wish I could be a Demolition Man to this fucking town. Then he pulled over because he had to immediately write that on a Taco Bell napkin because he had a great idea for a screenplay. All comes together. together. I don't think we answered the second half of that question. How much? How does much crush does she crush it? Oh, so baby! Much. Maximum. So much. So much. She like, is she incredible. Gets more out of that script than I think Ugh. almost anybody could. Yeah. Like, so charming. Imagine if they had cast anyone else, like Jennifer Aniston. Instant She's great, dud. but it would never work. Sure. No. Yeah, Anne Wouldn't Hathaway. Mark. Don't even bring it up. Oh my God, no. She would have been like a baby. She's too young, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She wouldn't even be able to say words out loud. <laughs> because she was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that all the Q's yeah, and C's, Bob? That's all the Q's and C's. It's all Great. of them. So thank you, patrons. Thank uh, you. And this was temporarily brought to you by me um, because Dan is a little under the weather. But don't yeah, worry. He'll be back next broadcast. Thank you. Unless yeah, He'll be back to aggressively push us through them as fast as possible. <laughs> 
That's that's the job. You're the demolition man. Yes, right. Um, (laughs) Our rating scale, as we all remember, of course, machete shoes. Machete shoe blades. Machete shoe blades. Machete shoe blades. Machete shoes. Machete shoes. With that were that have a, a sponsorship deal with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yes. Because we accidentally created a rating scale for if we watched the movie Blade. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Good, you know, swords on your shoes to cut through you know aggressive. Yeah, you know what's brush. up. We all get it. Machete shoes. It's, it's me, Wesley Snipes, here to tell you about <laughs> machete shoes. When I'm fighting vampires, I need my machete shoes. <laughs> When some motherfuckers trying to ice skate uphill, <laughs> I pull out my machete shoes, and then <laughs> Steven Dorff gets his ass handed to him. We should watch play. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> <laughs> All right, Dan, I don't know what you gave it. Molly took the notes. Uh, Dan gave it a four. Mm. Yeah, I think I assumed this movie would be bonkers and stupid and delightful, and I was right. This movie knew exactly what it was doing, even if what it was doing was only not fully fleshed out during the filming of the movie sometimes, maybe. Uh, I loved it. Five machete shoes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Maximum machete shoes. The maximum machete, the the Sandra Bullock of machete shoes, just taking it all the way. Uh, I go second, and I gave it a four in the first half. I I thought that it would be um, pretty bonkers, and then go downhill from there, (laughs) Mm. which kind of aligns with how I feel about it. So here's how I feel about it: I hated the whole movie, (laughs) but I did love. I don't know. Let's say 10% of it made me laugh out loud. That's a, that's a high percentage, but like the parts that I thought were funny or absurd, like made me laugh. So I don't know. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I completely hated it then. So I'm going to go with a three. Right. Um, Island, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's something else that movie. Yeah. Um, I believe I swung for the fences and gave it a five. Um, yep. And I'm going to stick with it. It's Hell yeah. so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's just it the kind of movie I love. It's like 90s action movie with like too much of a premise. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like more than is necessary. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, I gave it a three, as we all know, on Cowardly Three Island. Um, I feel I owe an apology to oh. Dan Jaquette for oh. being so unenthusiastic about this movie. Um, I had no background with it, no interest in it. And it turns out uh, it was bonkers um, yes. in mostly like a really delightful way. Like, I honestly don't know how a movie could be more off the rails and enjoyable to watch unless it was maybe jingle all the way. I don't know. It's somewhere in that realm. Sure. Um, but yeah, all the gratuitous violence and like during the whole first section, I was just like, I guess this is America. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was having kind of moments yeah, like, deep, right? is this like 90s <laughs> America or is this Very like deep. current America? Like who makes these films? Yeah. Who makes these choices? 
And it's very clear that like a bunch of dudes made these choices. Anyway, uh, good on them, I guess. I give it a four. Yay. Yeah. I don't know. I get so mad about who gets to control the narrative. And it's a movie about one person controlling the narrative. There's absolutely no self-awareness in it. But okay. Anyway, men have. Doesn't the guy who controls the narrative get thrown into a fireplace? He does, but by another man. (laughs) So you're saying if Sandy Bullock had thrown him in the fireplace, you'd be like, I'm just saying, like, if this had been a movie that Sandra Bullock had created through her own production company, such as While You Were Sleeping, it might have some more universal themes and not be such a like teenage fever dream of violence and one-liners. Okay, and I'm not saying there's not a role for that in the world. I just it it's insane to me how much that has just dominated for decades let me pitch something to you okay sandra bullock is a cop oh go on okay i'm ready is she a bunny go on like a rabbit well zootopia go ahead (laughs) she's a bunny she has to she's a cop okay you could say she's a top cop she has to infiltrate a national beauty pageant (laughs) for reasons that i don't remember what if she's actually not a cop, but an FBI agent? Mm. That's what I meant by top cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just throwing some more specifics out yeah, there. But. I no, thank that. you. I, I was that. trying to be clever, but it was probably not clear to some people who no. don't hate the FBI as much as I do. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, FBI, I'm just kidding. Ha ha didn't she do a buddy cop with uh, Melissa McCarthy? She sure did. Heat. Heat. Yeah, I think so. Isn't yep. that what it was called? The Heat. Called no, Heat. Heat. The yeah, Heat. Heat was... Uh, Heat's Michael Mann. Yeah, oh. with Pacino. Pacino and, and Val oh, Kilmer. Yeah. Yes. yes. Some other men, probably. Definitely yep. some other men, for sure. Anyway, I'm sorry to save my bummer rant for the very end. No, it's legit. It's too bad she got sidelined in the final fight scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She gets literally even, knocked out. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That was, yeah. But no. she thanks him for it, so it actually was good. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I she don't said know learn that, sarcasm, though? Oh, yeah, is that did. what that was? That was sarcasm. I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Which, again, sarcasm is apparently no longer a real thing after, what, two decades? It was like something? 30 years or something. It's insane. Listen, yeah, it's wildly. It's very quickly. It's, yeah. Ooh, you got a big yeah. natural disaster. I guess. You really evaluate your humor choices. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you like forcibly uh, exile all apparently like native Spanish speakers of Los Angeles County into the sewers. Yeah. That was weird. The Spanish in this movie was oddly used. So strange. Like Simon Phoenix wakes up speaking Spanish. Like out of spite or something? Yeah. I don't don't know know why. Was it that he, that was one of the things he learned in his um, cryo? Oh, so he could infiltrate. And so he was like feeling himself trying things out? Yeah. Maybe. I guess so. I mean, there are moments where it really feels like Wesley Snipes was just like, he basically was allowed to say anything he wanted if he was on camera. Because <laughs> like there is a point, like Beth mentioned earlier how he was like so bad at shooting a gun at Sylvester Stallone at the end part of the movie. And there is a point where he like literally like shoots a lightning gun at him. And misses and like says he says the character Simon Phoenix says 
I don't know what's with me today or something like that. So it almost feels like even Wesley Snipes is like, I definitely should have hit him by now. Yeah. <laughs> but then he gets fully executed by John Spartan, who like yes. freezes him and then oh. swings around and destroys his <laughs> head. Knocks his head off. And shatters him to pieces. Because again, what America needed is just one strong man, a strong, brutal man mm-hmm. who is willing to do whatever it takes Cool it on a wide scale. <laughs> yes. Yep. What was, what was the term? Something you're calm. Evaluate your calm. Evaluate your calm. Embrace <laughs> oh, your calm. Embrace enhance your calm. Enhance your calm. Enhance your calm. Yeah. I'm going to enhance his calm. Cool it, teens. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That, okay. Now I love this feature because we would make bank. Our touring school program would be uh, top of it's the It's called charts. Enhance Your Calm. Yeah, the hell yeah, it is. We would just do jingles. It would Brought be perfect. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Yes. Great. Uh, and Everybody gets you know. a free, you know, Doritos Loco taco at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nailed it. Wait, is Taco Bell still open? What time is it? <laughs> it is after midnight. Mm. We've done it, everyone. We did it. It depends on the location. Am I right, Dan? You're right. Yeah. What? Like run for the border. Yep. What? That's Live Moss, Molly. <laughs> the position of this podcast is more, more flaccid dong in movies. Live Moss. Embrace uh, your calm. Embrace your calm. Wipe your butt with swears. Keep it sharp. Keep it sharp. <laughs> That's a patron only joke. Patreon.com slash the free call. might also be a call forward. Oh, shit. Hey, always be closing, even into the future. Oh, freeze yourself so you can hear it. Demolition Man. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.